Three weeks later. Shall we begin? Okay, it's happening! Everybody stay calm! What's the procedure? It's time! It's time! Did you say it's time? Stay calm! Welcome to the Joe Rogan Podcast. <laughs> Just kidding. Why would you say that? Um, so, okay, calm down, tourniquet. I'm talking here. Because uh, we're both pretty high at the moment. Not actually. Mom, calm down. We're on a lot of drugs, both of us. I'm on some cold medicine. Rebecca's on some headache migraine medicine and the bottle said don't take over two pills in 24 hours i'm on the fourth pill and i can't feel my face yeah um i think that's a bad sign yeah so it turns out i'm not the only one that's bad at reading pill bottles because i occasionally also overdose on accident and then get really uh i'm gonna say droopy but loopy Loopy. Loopy is a good one. I think we're both a little I think we're loopy. both a little loopy, a little wacky. See, you never know a what's going to happen on this a podcast. kooky. <laughs> it's also been a very long time yeah. since we've recorded a podcast. Yeah, sorry about that. Um, so here's here's what happened. Here's the dealio, yo. Kansas sucks. The weather is poopy. And uh, I decided to to get out of it for a little while. Okay, we had a plan. We had a plan so that there was still a podcast before you decided to get out of Mm -hmm. it. Yeah, we were going to record the night before and then just upload it normal time because it's a podcast and you could do that. Yeah, but the weather hit full force that night that we were going to record the podcast. I was at work. I still needed to travel home. Nathan texts and says he's a chicken and he's not going to come out in it. I drive a Ford Focus. And I'm like, fine, be a chicken, stay at home. I guess you don't care about the podcast. Rebecca drives I'd still record a four-wheel it. drive Jeep. So I start making the journey home that night. Nathan, I'm telling you, I saw some things. Like, it was such a scary drive Dude, home. Like, I know. I work in a newsroom, and we were reporting live, like, what was going on. We had people calling in, talking about the roads, and people were like, seriously, it is bad out there. It is so bad. Nobody drive. And I'm like, I, I, still, gotta, I still have to get home. And my husband was like, are you going to stay the night at the station? And I was like, no, I drive a Jeep. I'm coming home. Easy. I'm telling you, I was okay. I was okay as long as there was no other cars on the road. But the things I saw happen in front of me. <laughs> did, you just, did you witness any uh, accidents or anything? I witnessed a lot of people go off the road. A guy almost hit like the median on the interstate. I'm t- there was no interstate. It was all off-roading. Like there was no lane. People were scattered everywhere. It's just an all-out just free for all yeah no no other vehicles had the capability of driving in that Mm -hmm. in those conditions except for me only and 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 i'm just trucking along you know slow but i'm trucking along oh they were everywhere it was bad (laughs) that would have been me and you wanted me to drive out in that so that we could deliver a podcast that people are important and i said i'm sorry my life is important if I, uh, you know, if I stay home and we don't get this one recorded, I can at least live to record several more in the future. Uh, which I did. You did what? Record L- several more in the future? Well, I mean, you know, I might have the gift of prophecy and I might be, uh, looking ahead. But, uh, yeah, I think we're going to record a few more in the future. Uh, uh, unless, unless we die. 
But well, we're recording late at night right now mm-hmm. because we're about to have another snowstorm in a few hours. Yeah, we were like, we got to get in and do this right now. Otherwise, it might not happen, which is, you know, uh, seems to be a reoccurring thing. I am so tired of this weather. I am so tired of this weather. I don't have money to travel somewhere. I also don't have any official paid time off to travel anywhere. I am willing to go into debt (laughs) to get out of this. Like I have actually looked at the cost of plane flights and possible places that I could escape to. Like I am on the verge. California, man. The flight was decently cheap. Yeah, so Nathan, I did get out of town. Did skip town? Oh, skibbly doo dah. You know that de- the, the death-defying weather where you couldn't drive here to record a podcast, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but you did drive someplace. Yeah, you see, I saw a window, a window of opportunity. The skies were clear, the roads weren't, were de-iced. They weren't exactly clear. Um, they were decent. It was worth risking your it was life worth, for. Right, exactly. I saw the small window of opportunity, and I was like, gosh, by gosh, so darn, I'm taking it. Okay, so Nathan had a first mm-hmm. happen in his life. Yeah. And here, Pretty big first, okay, I would say. Here is what is just so awesome about our friendship. We are on opposite ends of the spectrums in our lives. Mm-hmm. That like like I'm at the beginning and you're like getting really close to the no. end. <laughs> no, but like our <laughs> lives, even though they're like opposite ends of the spectrum, they like beautifully collide in the middle. And hopefully by the end of this podcast, we will create that picture for you. Mm-hmm. But Nathan, I'm hoping we create something. Explain what was your amazing big first that you had? Oh uh, yeah, I went on an airplane. That was a pretty big first. I got a window seat too going there. That's you got a dope. window seat? I did. I took it from my sister. Okay, Actually, so you know Mary what? No, had no, 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 the window no, no, no. seat and you I took it I take that back. Her? I take that back. I rightfully claimed the seat that was on my ticket. Okay, was this Mary's first flight as well? It was. Oh my gosh. So both of you on your very first flights together. Mm-hmm. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. You want to know a fun fact? No. But go, you know fine. what? Move on. Go. No, 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 go. no. I no, it's fine. No, we don't need to share a fun fact. Rebecca. Go on. Tell us about your plane ride. No, Nathan. tell me about the fun fact. No, I'm not going to tell, tell me you about anymore the... because you said you didn't want to hear. And yeah, well, fine. guess I'm what? I'm not going to tell you. Okay, fine. So, fun fact. Uh huh. Your first plane ride was to California. My first ever plane ride was to California. Really? Yep. That is a fun fact. It is. So nice. go on. How was your plane flight? Oh, yeah. It was great. It was super simple. Um, I will say this, though. And I, I didn't even think about this, but I have never or had never been in another airport other than KCI or MCI, as they call it now. And I didn't it's think KCI. about the fact. It's KCI. It's KCI, but if you look it up on like the maps, it's MCI. It's Anyways. Okay. The point is, I didn't think about the fact that other airports were laid out differently. I knew they were. I just didn't think about that. And so whenever we landed in San Diego... I was so thrown for a loop. Like, you know, in the in the movies, whenever they're like trying to catch Jason Bourne and he runs into a crowd of people and then suddenly his pursuers are like, what? Where'd he go? Where'd he go? Yeah. He just disappears. I was like, I never thought that that was realistic. But whenever we got out of our plane, you think, all right, you don't know where to get your luggage. The people in front of you, just follow them. We exited the plane and entered the airport and there was such a mass of people that immediately... The, the people who were on my flight just disappeared. And I was like looking left and right. And, you had what? nobody to follow. What? 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 And you're like jumping up and down. Like, I don't, <laughs> I don't say, we lost them. We lost them. Yeah. No, it was like that. It was rough. And so uh, I didn't know where to get my luggage. Mary didn't Wait, know where to get her luggage. I told you just to carry on. You checked a bag. Yeah, Did dude. you have to pay extra for it? It was like 30 bucks, but I'm loaded, so it didn't matter. Yeah, yeah, you're loaded. You I didn't think radio. my bag would, would fit as a carry-on. I explained this whole thing to you. I told you, okay, you've got one week. This is how you pack. You can bring two bags. Okay. You could bring, like, your backpack, and you could bring a carry-on. You can fit enough stuff in there. Okay, but you got to think about this fact also. You only have one pair of shoes. It wasn't like you had a lot of stuff to fit in your backpack. Anyways, the point is, I went ahead and checked it in as luggage because I didn't know if my duffel bag would fit as a carry-on. 
for the record, it did. But that's right. not the point. On the way home, it did. Anyways, okay. So I checked it in. Whatever. Wait, so I'm, trying right. <laughs> okay, I'm trying to find my luggage, Rebecca. I'm trying to find my luggage. I was right. <sighs> Got to drink some tea now so they don't cough in the Yeah, way. speaking of that tea you're mm. drinking... Okay. We're not gonna no. no. Don't worry. Here, here's I the thing. I forgot these, to get Rebecca I do some tea all these nice on my way here. For Nathan and like I did give her my one day bottle of water though. He so you're texted welcome. me and he was like, "I'm running late," and I was like, "I'm on time. I'm gonna pick him up some coffee and bring it into him." <laughs> and so tonight he he's at 133 Coffee, which is like an amazing coffee shop mm-hmm. with great tea yep. that I really like. Mm-hmm. What does Nathan show up with? Uh, One cup of the mm-hmm. tea that I like that he's drinking and he doesn't think to bring me any. You know what, Rebecca? I'm sorry. So I got him back because I gave him a flat tire, you know, on his shoe when we're walking down the hallway. Oh, I was like, <laughs> Rebecca, we carpooled here. You're not getting home if that's the case. <laughs> what did I do to your shoe? <laughs> she stepped on the back of it, and now I got to get new shoes because it's broken back there. Because they're old shoes. And you, I... like, split, split the heel of your shoe. Yeah, so anyways, um, Rebecca owes me shoes now. <sighs> so we derailed a little bit. So I'm you just were, kidding. You they were, were looking, like that before. You were looking for your luggage. Right, and so we get in San Diego. We can't find Wait, our luggage. They were like no, that no, before. No, no. <laughs> We you can't find. Feel bad we can't find our luggage, no, and so I stop. call my sister Abby, who we stayed with no, in San Diego. No, she's been in the airport before. And so we call her up, and I'm like, Nathan, Abby, where do I check my luggage? And she's oh like, God. just follow the signs. And I was like, you what signs, to, Abby? You tried to make what me feel signs? bad, and it didn't work. And so we're looking around, and I see the baggage claim signs, and so we follow it down this long, stupid, long hallway, and then it comes to basically a dead end. And I'm like, I don't. What like there's TSA like your here? Life? You don't check your bags out at TSA. Uh-huh. Clearly, right. And so uh, I was really confused. Eventually, um, you would have listened to me. Mary was like, you know what, Nathan? Let me bag. lead the way. And uh, Mary, Mary figured it out. But uh, between that time, it was really panicking because I was like, if we don't check our, if we don't get our baggage in time, they're just gonna like toss it back on the plane or something, right? No, I don't know what they do with it. It goes into an office. Yeah, well, I didn't want to have to go into an office and get my bag. Yeah, because then you have to like sign off on it. Yeah, but I called Abby and she knew where baggage claim was at least, so she got her baggage. She got her, her luggage. Oh, that was nice. Yeah, and then she called and we're like, "Well, I don't know how to get to you." So it was this whole ordeal. It took us a long time to get out of the airport. A lot of walking back and forth. Anyways, so that was the first uh, exciting thing that happened to us in San Diego, other than you know landing in the airplane, yeah, which was just dope. Listen to me. Speaking of which, landing in airplanes, dude. That was exciting. You feel like you're going super fast. Uh-huh. And then you hit the ground and you're like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. Oh, oh these are some nice brakes on here. So that was that was exciting. Uh, landing and taking off in the airplanes. Speaking of landing in the airplane, on the, uh, on the other end, coming home, I've got a story about whenever we were landing, but uh, I'm not going to say that right now. Um, uh, whatever, I'll go ahead and talk. So Yeah, tell me, Nathan. What happened <laughs> on the way back? Okay. First of all, I haven't heard any of these stories since Nathan has been back. We have not talked to each other about anything that has happened in the last week and a half. We've been holding it all in. We've been saving it all in for the podcast. And we had a little meeting we went to yesterday. And we were like in silence the Mm. entire time because we didn't want to talk to each other about anything. Yeah. They're like, so uh, what did you do in California? I'm like, no, yeah, no, uh-huh. Sure. No, save for the podcast. Absolutely. For the we, podcast. Uh, mm, yeah, I saw my sister. We ate breakfast every day. Okay, so flight back. It's healthy. What <clears throat> happened on okay. your flight back? So coming home, right? It's going to be a little bit darker because we're landing at like 10 p.m. Kansas time, right? And so uh, Mary and I, we get seats not in the same row this time. Before we were side by side this time. You weren't even together well we were together we were across the rows from each other both on the inside seat so we, okay. neither That's of us annoying. got annoying i hate when that happens yeah i thought about asking the dude beside mary to like switch me um but i was like ah whatever it's fine we could talk to each other and stuff and i had office episodes on my phone that i could watch and so i was like i'm not too worried about it but in front of mary there was this young mother and her little daughter and this is gonna sound really creepy but she was like a toddler right mm-hmm and um, she was freaking adorable, the daughter was. And so I I'm, I got a clear view I of this little girl. I don't know how to say this without making you sound creepy. 
I think little Asian babies are adorable. Nathan and she was loves Asian. Children. She was half Asian, half Caucasian, <laughs> and I was like, "This is the greatest fight I've ever been on." Nathan would like to marry an Asian girl someday, so he can have Asian children. It's true, but I might just adopt. Um, anyways, so uh, yeah, because bakers can't be choosers, right? Right. Yeah, and um, anyways. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to go down this rabbit hole any further. So this little adorable baby is sitting in front of Mary. So I get to make like faces at her the whole time. And she was adorable. Very well behaved, by the way. And I'll just say this. She was a little fussy when we first got on the plane. But as soon as we locked eyes and I was like smiling and like waving at her and stuff, she was fine the rest of the flight. Of course, she like slept the majority of the way. Um, but so we're coming in for the landing. It's dark outside. And they're like, we got to turn off all the lights in the in the cabin so that the the pilot can see or something because I guess it's like you know whenever you're on a road trip with your parents and it's dark outside and you turn on the light so that you can see your coloring book and they're like turn off the light I can't see and so you got to turn off the but the, the light pilot the, the cockpit the cockpit door is I don't know Rebecca shut. I don't I've like, never flown an airplane I don't know how it works but they turned off all of the cabin lights I think that's <laughs> so people can sleep right no because it was only whenever we were landing okay and they're like hey we're turning off the lights by the way so buckle up um Anyways, so we're landing. It's a bunch of turbulence because Kansas has bad weather. And like as, as soon as we're getting close, you hear the baby cough. Well, it's not just any ordinary cough. She's like, <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> and everybody's like, oh. And it's pitch black, so you can't see. And the mom is like, oh, freak. And so she reaches into <laughs> her bag. In the pitch black, reaches into her bag, grabs some wipes, and starts wiping up. And I was like, how can you even? You don't even see anything. Oh, moms, no. And it was like instant. That she had the rag in her hand and was wiping it up. And then she grabbed her phone and was like shining and was like, no, I don't see anything. And I was like, holy, how did you clean up that entire mess in the dark in like 15 seconds? So kudos to that mom. But yeah, so that was uh, that was exciting to hear uh, that sound coming from, that all too familiar sound coming from a young child in an airplane. I was like, they're... They write stories about this happening, and it's happening to me right now. The baby's throwing up right there. I can, I can hear it. Couldn't see it, though, which was the problem, but uh, yeah. I'm so happy for you that you had such an adventurous Dude, flight. It was, it was great. Um, also, mm-hmm. my freaking left ear would not pop coming down, Uh huh. and I couldn't figure and out. And you don't chew gum either. I don't chew gum, and so I was like trying to like simulate chewing. Like I was like, ah, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know how to chew. People were probably looking at me like, "What is wrong? Is what is wrong with this guy? Is he on like cocaine or something?" Because I was like, ah, I was like pulling on my ear, trying to rub it, and nothing would get this thing to pop. And it was a lot of pain that I have not felt in a very long time. So yeah, that was exciting. And the flight pushed all the snot that you were feeling in your throat up mm-hmm. into your head. Yeah, before we uh, we left California, I like didn't have any voice at all. It kind of sounded like I do right now. Um, and then, uh, but I, no sinus issues at all. And then as soon as we came down into Kansas, all of my sinuses it was all just like, and it was just like like freaking in the nose and up. And then I woke up the next day and was like. Ugh. And Rebecca was like, hey, I'm sick. We can't record the podcast. And I was like, oh, good. I'm not the one that has to cancel. Yeah. So that's the reason why the the next podcast didn't get recorded. Mm -hmm. One, we had weather again. Again. Darn weather. Again. School was canceled. Again. Like, I'm pretty sure the kids are going to be going to school forever. I was oddly sick. And I haven't been sick for a very long time. I'm still wondering what happened because I had a high fever. I was like super achy, lots of chills. Okay, but when your body has a fever, it's because it's fighting off something, right? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know what my body was fighting off because no other symptoms appeared. Like I called Well, it must have been successful. <laughs> yeah, I guess. I mean, I felt like a little snotty yesterday. But nothing has ever come out of it. Like, I don't know. I just had this really bad fever. (laughs) Yeah, out of my nose. Um, I just had this really bad fever. But then I was afraid, like, they were going to think that I was lying. Like, that I called into work sick because I was, like, I was at work one day. I was feeling achy that day. Mm -hmm. Took a lot of drugs. And then the next day I stayed home because I was so miserable. And then I was like, hey, I'm all better. And I went back to work the following day. 
Like, what is that? Yeah, I don't. I would just say your body was successful, or the drugs were successful, or both. I guess. I'm just super. But you have another headache super today. Immune system. Yes, I have a headache today. I don't know. So maybe that's it's why not. I'm on all these drugs for this headache. It could maybe. be. It could be the stupid weather front coming. Oh, in. you know what? I bet. Yeah, our okay. bodies are just all out of whack. We have we have some audio um, to go along with this whole "I'm sick and tired of the weather" thing. There, there's this elderly woman. I don't know where she, if she's from like Ireland or what, but she kind of explains how I'm feeling. Wisconsin. With she's yeah, but she's from someplace else. Her, her nah. accent. She doesn't. doesn't she just okay. has an old it's, she lady sounds accent. Like Irish or Listen, something. Listen, all right, we'll let the listeners be the judge. Anyway, this is how I feel about the weather. And you're sick of this. Well, yeah, especially when I have you know I'm the only one here doing all this. Not, it's not fun anymore. Like my father always used to say, I can remember that curly-haired little girl that loved the snow. Well, I said she grew up. She grew up and she doesn't want to do this anymore. I grew up. I grew up and I don't <laughs> want to do this anymore. I'm sick and tired and of it. I am so, so tired of it. And then you go to California. Oh, it was so glorious. The weather there. Having an amazing mm. time. You're sending me back all of these Snapchats. Even the cold days were warm. You're in shorts, mm-hmm. visiting coffee shops daily. Daily. I drink so much coffee. On the beach. Mm-hmm. Sea lions. And seals. Both on the same beach. Wait. It was crazy. Seals and sea lions? They're different creatures. I don't know that I know the difference between them. Um, I think it's sea lions that have visible ear flaps. Oh. And seals, I think, are more aggressive, but sea lions are way scarier. Anyways, continue. Anyway, Actually, so I hated you really on a daily basis while you were in California. Mm. Like, I wanted to be happy for you. Mm-hmm. And, like, I was a little bit happy for you. Like, one, that you got to go on your first airplane flight. Yeah. Two, that you got out of the stupid weather mm-hmm. and that you were having a great time. But I realized something. Like, when you're gone, we work in the same building every week. Yeah. And even though we don't get to, like, work together... The fact that you're there, you're like my therapy dog. And I, that, it's, a, I feel, it's a compliment. You know, I kind of feel like... It's a compliment. I kind of feel like that's... Because you don't really need to do anything. Like, you don't need to do anything. I just need to know you're there. So, like, if something goes down, then I, like, and I need somebody to complain and whine to, I know that I, I know you're there that I can come complain and whine to you. Mm-hmm. And you weren't there. And so there was somebody else filling in for your spot. And like every time I'd like walk by and I'd look at your desk where you're supposed to be and you weren't there. And then the guy would just start talking to me. He's like, hey, what's up, Crockett? How you doing? I was like, I'm fine. Stop I'm it. fine. And then I would just keep moving on. Don't look at me. <sighs> I missed you while you were gone. Uh-huh. I did. I really missed you while you were gone. And I was just mad at you because... You were in the nice weather and I wasn't. You know, at least you felt some sort of emotion while I was gone. I felt emotion. As if I, I don't gone. feel emotions? <laughs> no. Oh my gosh. Speaking of emotions, so today <laughs> I've been promising my daughter Grace that I'm going to take her to this movie. We've been, we love cheesy movies. Like, this is what I really love about my daughter is that she's the only other person that I can go see these. Just a stupid, cheesy, predictable movies with. And there is this movie that came out called The Dog's Life several years ago. Oh my gosh. It was horrible because this dog dies over and over and over again and comes back as like a different dog. Why would that make why would they make a movie out of that? I don't know. It was horrible. But there was like it was good at the same time. It's like you know what would I liked Marley and me, but you know what would have made it better? If he just came back alive, let's just kill so that the he dog could die over again. and over and <laughs> over again. So, so they come out with like a second version of it, and we're like, "Oh my gosh, okay, let's go see this." Like, we're prepared to cry. We know this is going to happen. So we've been like really excited about it. And my daughter was talking about it, and I was like, "Hey, that movie's out. I just saw that it's at the movie theater." So we go to go see the movie, and we're sitting in there and we're watching the previews. And this preview comes on, and it's for the movie that we came to see. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, that's so weird. Why are they playing the preview for the movie we're about to watch? And then, like, at the end of the preview, it's, like, coming to theater soon. 
And I'm like, what? Wait, what? What's what's the name of the movie that we're watching? So we pull out our tickets and we look at the name on our tickets. So I think the movie that we were hoping to see was called A Dog's Journey. Yeah. The movie we were actually there to watch, I believe, was called A Dog's Way Home. Which, I mean, right, you could really mix those up easily. Hold on. I've got well, the hey, ticket in my back pocket. They, they both have dogs Here. in them. Okay, let's see. What does the ticket say? Oh, oh that's, yeah. That's the reason. This one has, um, shoot, what's that guy's name? I don't actually know what that guy's name is. Never mind. Okay. The movie was still cheesy. So what is this about then? Though? It's basically a 2019 version of Homeward Bound. Oh, I've never seen that. Okay, where like this animal has to find its way back home. Oh, so it's like about an animal that's Homeward Bound. Yeah. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, no, that makes sense. So this dog... For a a series of reasons has to go and stay in another home until these people can get to a place where they can keep their dog. And this dog, her name is Bella, and she's amazing. And this guy's mom is is an injured vet. And so this dog is like her therapy dog. But because there's this mean guy, this dog has to go stay someplace else and they get separated. But they're going to move somewhere where they can keep the dog. But in the meantime, the dog is staying with this other family and decides, no, I'm going to go find my owner. Yeah. And the dog, like, goes through so much. And, like, there's one point where the dog is, like all bloodied up from being attacked by wolves. It's been two and a half years. It's been two winters that this dog is trying to get back to its family. And all it keeps saying over and over is, go home, Bella. Go home, Bella. And then the dog gets hit by a car, like when wow. it's almost home. and But it gets up and it runs. It's like on three legs and it's injured. And it's been two and a half years. And the dog runs all the way home. But the people had moved. Ooh, that's rough. They had moved. And so <laughs> the dog, <laughs> so the dog oh, gets man. home. And I was like screaming, like like whisper screaming mm-hmm. in the theater. I was like. They probably thought <laughs> you were getting choked out. No. No. And I was just bawling and Grace was bawling. And she only had one napkin and her napkin was like oh, soaked. Gross. And we're like crying loudly in the theater. So it was a mistake that we went and saw this movie, but <laughs> and it was definitely a dumb, cheesy, predictable movie, but we loved it. Dumb, cheesy, predictable. Have you ever gone to a movie like where you thought you were going to go see this one movie and then it was the wrong movie? Uh, no, actually. I think that was the first for Never. me. <laughs> <laughs> Would it have anything to do with the so fact close. that you were on medication? On a lot of drugs. On a lot of medication. Definitely could have been a factor. Um, I've got a story to tell, Rebecca. What? Let me just say. Do you have a bathroom break story? I got a bathroom story. Okay. And it does have to do with my flight. Oh my gosh, you've been saving this? So, uh, we're sitting in the San Diego airport. Yeah? Me and my sister. Flight takes off at like 5.05. Right, that's what it's scheduled for. Is that for. your warning part? Yeah, and it's uh, it's getting there. It's like 4.15. I'm like, shoot, I got to go poop. 4.30, uh, do I go? No, I'll just wait until I'm on the airplane. Wait till we're up in the air, then go on the airplane toilet. That'd be a nice experience. And I'm like, uh-huh. I can't hold it. I can't. 4.35, we haven't gone yet. We're probably not going to go ever. I'm just going to go to the bathroom. So I get there. I'm, I take my phone and I tell Mary, text me. As soon as they start boarding, if I'm not back. Oh my gosh. So I'm sitting there Nathan. pooping. I'm doing my duty, Rebecca. Your duty. I'm doing my duty. And, uh, well, I'm almost done. And I'm like, you know what? I think I still got a little bit of time. I'm going to go ahead and, like, go for a second round, you know? So I start my second <laughs> oh, round no. of the poops. You're making me so nervous. And, uh, I get a text from Mary, and she's like, Group B is boarding. I'm like, Group B? What happened to Group A? Well, whatever. whatever. Okay, that's fine. So I start wiping, and it's just like, Group C is boarding. I'm like, what? 
how small was group B? Group D is boarding. We're next. They're like, oh my gosh. <laughs> Rapidly wiping. I just, okay, fine. I'm done. I get up. I wash my hands. We're up. We're boarding. And I'm like, wash my hands. Ah, drying them off. And uh, I, I, I run out. And I made it. I made it in time. But by gosh, I was sweaty. You ever like, you ever trying to like hurry up and you're like, I can't go any faster. My body physically cannot go any faster. And you're like just sweating because you know you're going to miss something. Um, yeah, that was me. I am not shocked by this story at all. And I, you have to go to the bathroom at the oddest moments like it was rough like I, you have almost been late for so many things no i have because been you're in late. the yeah i was just trying to be nice yeah no i've definitely been late here's my here's my thing though and obviously this wouldn't work on a plane because on the plane they're like hey we're leaving and so um you know i was definitely stressed about that which i got there and i got to like the the portal or whatever it is wherever you go onto the plane and mary's sitting there or standing there with my bags and i was like let's go and so uh you know we made it on time and everything but um i've been late to work before but my theory is if you get to work and you're like hey sorry i'm late i was pooping there what are they gonna do uh, what hey next time push push harder i don't know plan ahead get yeah, up early okay poop earlier nathan listen you can't plan your poops you, you maybe i cannot my poops they come whenever they no, darn well please. I was please. late for work on Friday for the same reason. Really? <laughs> yes, remember you like Snapchat. Oh, is that me? why you were late? <laughs> and you were like, aren't you coming to work today? I was like, yep. <laughs> like went running up the stairs like 10 minutes late. Thank you for opening the door for me, by the way. Yeah, so no I problem. didn't have to dig out my key card. Yeah. Woo. Okay, so we have something so important we need to discuss that I have been waiting for a week and a half to talk about. What? On the last podcast. What? We discussed something. Oh, no. Rebecca, we, we, don't, discussed we don't need the, to talk about this The long all, debate actually. that we have been having about how no, no, to no, no, dunk no. your Oreo. No, and you insisted, nope. insisted, mm -hmm. the best way to dunk your Oreo is with a fork. Yeah. And I insisted, no, you can just use your hands like an adult mm -hmm. and dip your Oreo and eat it. Sure. Yeah. So, so we argued about that. So, so we posted a poll. We posted a poll on our Facebook page. Yeah. And we got responses. Okay. Let me. We got <sighs> responses. I don't know that you were ever in the lead. You know what? Here's. And and you shared it on your Facebook page, and you tried to get a response. I got a response. It was a healthy oh, response. You got a response. Here's the it truth. It just wasn't what you wanted. Um, initially, whenever I tried to share it, I actually shared it as the Nathan and Beck's Facebook page. And so it was right. like Nathan and Beck shared Nathan and Beck's post. And then I re-edited it because conceded. you said something about... Uh, yeah, which I'm glad you pointed that out because I was like, how can you edit my post? Oh, <laughs> oh. And so I had to reshare it as myself. Um, so, you know, my friends didn't get as much of, uh, as long of a time to, uh, you know, really uh, vote on what was the correct. There way. was plenty of time. I gave an entire week for people to respond. I, if anything, Rebecca, this just goes to show of how many of our Facebook likes do not listen to the podcast because I made a perfect uh, argument of why you would use a fork what? to dunk your Oreo. Yeah, you know, I feel like I made a perfect argument of why you don't use a fork. Shoot, man. I wish I had the audio clip because you clearly lost the argument. Uh, I did not. And I'm looking at the poll right now. Is that what? 77% That's what I'm saying. to <clears throat> 20 This just in, folks. 79% of our Facebook likes do not listen to the podcast. Uh, that is not necessarily true. That poll doesn't lie. Nathan, I won this battle. I won this battle you, fair you, and square. No, here's what you did. Um, you won the poll. And you know what? Fine. Win it at the polls. I don't care. You know? But uh, I don't know where I'm going with that, actually. 
because listen the point is rebecca no i i think if people really took time out of their day and did some research and you you know thought you know what you're a loser maybe i'm just gonna do this myself and just decide to wash the fork nathan you could use a You're plastic fork. You're just creating fork. more dishes. You're okay, already washing the that's cup. That's going to the landfill. You're already washing a, a cup, Rebecca. Well, but you're adding another dish to oh, it. Oh, man. If only we had a machine to put our dishes in to wash them for us. Oh, wait. We do. <laughs> it's called a dishwasher. <laughs> it's easy as one, two, three. Well, why don't you do it a little more often? Oh, I do, Rebecca. Mm, show what your mom says. All right. Okay. Talk to my mother less. So while you were out of town, what happened here? Did anything exciting happen here? There's some things that happened because I got here. plenty of stories for California. Let me just say there's some things that happened here. Like, so I have a son mm. who's about to turn 18 years old this month. He's a big boy. He is. He has been this amazing swimmer for the last four years. Let me start a little further back, though. My child is the child that has always kind of had a rough time. Like, he's always been a little off. People have always picked on him. People have always complained about him. There's always been something wrong with him. The school would have meetings with me. You know, they're concerned about him. He's not doing good in this area. There's something wrong with him. People at church would come to me complaining about him all the time. We've struggled to try to find what his thing is. I don't know if you know what I'm talking about, like when I talk about what your thing is. I know. Like, everybody has a thing. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, uh, like my thing is radio. Once I discovered that my thing is radio, it was like something came alive inside of me. And it was like everything that I had been searching for or trying to figure out like where I fit in, I found it when I discovered radio. The same thing happened for my child when he discovered swim. It was like we had tried all these different things. Like, I knew that he was really smart. I knew that he was a really, really good kid, but we couldn't find what his thing was. Like, there was nothing that he really was thriving in, and we were really worried about him. Like, is he going to find it? In his freshman year in high school, he was like, I'm going to try out for swim. And we're like, awesome, bud. Like, we are going to support you. Whatever you do, you you go out for swim. And we go to his first swim meet, and we're like, our kid is going to be the kid that's swimming into the ropes. Like, he's kind of a clumsy kid. kid. And we, we always called him Captain Destructo because, like, he destroys, like, whatever he touches. And, like, the kid literally dispenses dirt from his fingers. Like, he is always a mess. He's always destroying things. He was going to be the kid that swam into the ropes. And at his first meet, he won his first heat ever. Wow. And like first heat is like what round they're in. Mm-hmm. And so he won and we're like, okay, he's pretty good at this. That's cool. Our kid is, our kid is good at this. This is awesome. He continued to thrive. Like he went to state all three years. Okay. Not, not all four years, but. Three of the years he swam, he went to state. Wow. And that is huge. Mm-hmm. Like, he is one of the top swimmers in the state of Kansas. Like, we were like, oh, oh my gosh, our kid is good. And to watch him develop in that and the friendships that he built in swim, like, I'm not a big, like, athlete parent. Like, I'm not like every kid has to do sports. But I'm like, every kid needs to find their thing. Sure, yeah. And this is where he really grew. And, and his coach was an amazing coach and really helped develop him. And the guys that he was around helped, helped to develop him. And the work that he put into swim developed him. And we were so, so proud of him. And that all came to an end this last week. He went to state. Um, he medaled in several events. 
he ended up, I think he was like number 11 for his top event. Like in the state of Kansas, he was number 11. And what's crazy is like, I have been so proud of him all the way along this. And I recorded like every time he'd swim, his very last time he swam, I literally put my phone in his, in my back pocket. And I was like, this one's going to be just for me. Like, I'm not sharing this with anybody. This is the last time I will ever watch my son swim competitively. And I'm just going to sit here and I'm going to watch it. And I took in like every moment of it. And I'm the only one who will ever like experience that. I won't be able to share that with anybody else. That was, that was like just this moment for me. And it was so awesome. So then um, we had his swim banquet, which I made the video for his swim banquet. And I was kind of complaining about how I had committed to this because I have a really busy schedule, but um, I wanted to do this for him. So I made the swim video and there's a point in the video where his coach wins coach of the year. And this is that state where his coach wins coach of the year and all the boys have their medals and they're all lined up and they're, they're lined up like in front of the pool in front of this crowd of thousands of people. And they hold this trophy up in the air and all the boys just lose it because they know this is their last time with their coach and with each other, their coach is crying and the boys all hold each other and they're all crying. So, okay. I have this song on here that, um, I had you cue up. It's called the last goodbye. And so I put this song in the video whenever you're ready you can go ahead and play it hold on it's not playing okay so i put this song in the video at the moment where they're holding up this trophy and the boys are all just hugging each other and they're crying and then like it shows where the boys are all like individually with their coach and they're all saying their last goodbye and then I put a picture of them as children, like each one, like their first picture of them with swim. And then I have a picture of them walking with their parents for the last time at their senior night. And then their like official last swim picture. And this song is playing in the background of all of it. Oh my gosh. this whole thing at the the banquet and I'm telling you I turned and looked at his coach probably like 30 seconds into this and his coach was a mess oh my gosh and then we had each of the boys where he recorded the boys saying why they loved their coach and then we had the video in the background showing their coach doing the things that they explained like video of him doing the things that they explained and while we played this song in the background. Oh my gosh, it got all the motions in the room. I'm pretty sure I would have cried if I was there. Yeah, I I cried when I was making the video and I went back to my husband and I said, hey, can you watch this? I wanna see see if you cry too. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh, he lost it as well. Yeah. Okay, you can can sound this song, listen up with that. Are you sure? Okay. Okay. Rebecca is bawling right now. No, I'm not. I'm not. You you can probably hear the tears. So here's the thing. As parents, we always remember the first. Like, the first time you see your child's face. Mm -hmm. The first step your child takes. The first time they eat solid food. The first time they go to school. But we don't remember their last. And the reason why we don't remember their last is because we don't know it's their last. And I had this book that I used to read to my kids when they were little. And I remember thinking, oh my gosh, like this is really sad. And I thought, you know what? I'm going to make sure that I catch their last. Like the last time that you're able to hold your child on your lap, I'm going to catch that. 
the last time you're able to pick up your child, I'm going to catch that. I'm pretty strong, so that'll and, probably way down the road. Right, right. Uh, I'm going to know when it's their last. I'm not going to miss these last. I completely forgot about it. And I'm telling you, you don't know when it is the last time you're going to do something with your child. So I found this book, and we're only going to play like the very end of it. It's by Karen Kingsbury. It's called Let Me Hold You Longer. Oh my gosh. Okay, go ahead and play where I have it up. The last time that you talk to me about your hopes and dreams. The last time that you wear a jersey for your high school team. I've watched you grow and barely notice seasons as they pass. If I could freeze the hands of time, I'd hold on to your lasts. For come some bright fall morning, you'll be going far away. College life will beckon in a brilliant sort of way. One last hug, one last goodbye, one quick and hurried kiss. One last time to understand just how much you'll be missed. I'll watch you leave and think how fast our time together passed. Let me hold on longer, God, to every precious last. Okay, so I completely forgot that that book existed. Okay, you're done. Just just stop it. Mm-hmm. Don't play mm-hmm. it anymore. That is exactly where we are at with our oldest child. He is graduating from high school. Hopefully, fingers crossed, he is graduating from high school in just a couple months. And that is it. We have an 18-year-old son. And I don't remember his last. Like, it went so fast. Like, everybody says, like, it's going to fly by. Just don't blink. It's going to go by so fast. It went by so fast fast like I cannot believe that I have an 18 year old son that is getting ready to go off to college what's he gonna do after uh or what's he gonna do in college he's gonna do something with automotive mm-hmm. stuff he doesn't want to be a mechanic um but he's he is taking automotive classes right now at JUCO and he's going to continue doing that for right now um and then possibly he's going to intern with um another group that that's more of kind of what he wants to do, but we're still investigating that further. Anyway, whatever he wants to do, Mm -hmm. I know he's going to thrive at. Yeah. So Zacchaeus likes cars a lot. In fact, he's got a very nice car. He loves uh, his car. And a Barth. And it's pretty loud. Um, And so I was listening to that because you asked me to load up that thing. And I was like, you know what's what's off? What's off about this book? What? I have fixed it. For come some bright fall morning, you'll be going far away. College life will beckon in a brilliant sort of way. One last hug, one last goodbye, one quick and hurried kiss. One last time to understand just how much you'll be missed. I'll watch you leave and think how fast our time together passed. There he goes. Hold on longer, God. To every precious last. Oh my gosh, that is totally his car. You grabbed <laughs> the audio from it. That is so awesome. I just felt like it was uh, it was missing that Zacchaeus touch. Oh my gosh, that actually almost makes me want to cry. <laughs> <laughs> yes, like I think I'm gonna be okay with him leaving. Like that's what we're supposed to do. Like as parents, our job is to teach our kids to grow up and leave. <laughs> And mm-hmm. he's a very independent child. He's always been very independent, just like his mom. And I'm okay with him going off and being independent. But some of these last are a little harder to let go of than others. I am confident that while you're going to be okay while yeah. he's in college, you are so not going to be okay. Yeah. Judging by how distraught you were whenever I went to college for I a year. I cried when you went to college. Like more than on one occasion, Rebecca cried whenever I was in college. I'm not even her child. She was just bored. Yeah, you, um, but you drove. You went a long ways away. Oh well, yeah, he might go a long ways away. You don't know. Well, he's not planning on it. Yeah, well, I that's why I'm okay either. right now because he's he's not planning on going <clears throat> far. I, I just want to say though, it's better. It's better that you like 
are not okay with him going a long ways away or whatever. You know, like if you weren't emotional about it, then I think it would be harder for him. As weird as that sounds. I'm not going to be too emotional about it. You're going to be pretty freaking emotional. Okay. I had a bad dream once that I dropped him off at college. Nothing bad happened except for the fact that I dropped him off at college and I woke up crying. Yeah. No, Rebecca (laughs) is going to be a mess. For probably at least two straight I don't weeks. like goodbyes. Um, but that's okay, honestly. Because if you were just totally fine and like, all right, see you, buddy. Have a great time. Don't do drugs. Then he'd be like, wow, okay, thanks for caring, I guess. He's my right-hand man. Like, yeah. when, when he was little, I had him when I was really young. I was only 21 when I had him. And my husband was in school and working two jobs. And so I was basically a single mom. And he was my little man. Like, we did everything together, went everywhere together. And and in the process of raising him, he was bullied really, really bad in middle school. And I literally quit my job to homeschool him um, for two years just to get him caught up. And one... You know, he was he was really struggling emotionally, and we were really concerned about where he was at emotionally. And I thought, this is this is our only chance with him. Like, we only have one chance with him, and it is our job to go in and rescue him. Like, we had talked to the school. He had advocated for himself. Like, something needs to happen here. Like, I can't function well in this environment. Mm-hmm. And so I just thought, nope, this is whatever we have to do. We have to go in and, and this is our job to rescue him. And we, we went in and we did what we needed to do to get him where he needed to be so that he was stronger. And then when he went back to school, that's when he got into swim and swimming was his thing. And yeah. he really excelled at it. It was pretty awesome. My, uh, I was homeschooled as well, um, pretty much for the same reason. Because you were really bullied. Yeah, I was bullied, <laughs> and mom was like, you know, I just need a homeschool. I'm only laughing because I don't believe you. Um, and so uh, she she homeschooled me up until I was able to catch up, um, which only took 12 years. And so I feel you know, like until I until college. Yeah. I mean, okay, listen, you know, from 5 to 17, I was homeschooled. But after that, she was like, all right, you've, you know, you're there. You've made it. Go go, go fly with the with the fishes or whatever they say. Fly with the fishes. Yeah, have you seen like this? That's bad advice. I don't think fishes fly, Nathan. Actually, um, I was watching a uh, a Nietzsche video on the on the plane. Did you say Nietzsche? Video? Yeah, and uh, there are some fish that fly, and that is pretty neat. Okay, they more jump than fly. Have you ever seen these bad boys? I have. They've seen got them. wings, man. They just they should make a Pokemon out of those guys. I, I feel like that's like telling you like, hey, give a good effort at it, but you're going to go right back down into the water. Yeah, but they can go for like you know, two miles. You know, try, a- try to jump hard, son. Go fly with the fishes. So fly with the fishes. <laughs> Sounds like something the mob would tell you. <laughs> hey, go fly with the you're fishes. You're going to fly with the fishes. <laughs> you fly with the fishes tonight. Say hello to my little fish. <sighs> So uh, it's been pretty rough on you, huh? It's been rough. <laughs> it's been rough because we had the last, and then you were gone. You know it's gonna and be. And I was alone at work, and that was sad. You know it's gonna be even worse though. I bet is whenever. Oh great! Grace, Something else to look forward no, no, to. No, no. Whenever Grace is graduating, because she's gonna be just as emotional as you are. Oh, Grace is gonna be impossible. One, she's never planning on leaving home. Oh, been there. She does not. <laughs> <laughs> she does not have that independent spirit. Like my son, I can like give him my credit card and be like, "I need you to go to the store and get this." My daughter would be like, no, "I can't drive, I'm mom. Leaving. I'm only fourteen. No. She's like, "I'm not leaving my bed." <laughs> she just she won't like initiate on her own. She won't like self advocate for herself. But yeah. yeah. Grace. She just needs to uh, find a nice, strong, independent man to marry, you know, and then he can carry her through life. No. Nope. That'll be a healthy relationship. No. Nope. That'll be great. Okay. I have this coffee table at home. I know this is, it seems like a big transition. This is a but hard it's left. I have a coffee table at home and inside of, it's like an old window and inside of it is pages from an old book. Mm-hmm. And the old book is an old medical book from the 1800s. 
And I was reading some of those pages. Now, I didn't realize this when I like put them in there, but it's like instructions of how to be a good wife from the 1800s. You should read that. Okay, I did, <laughs> and I'm a little offended. Uh, like, the picture is in black and white, and it's of this guy holding his wife's throat. What? Like, you will obey me, oh woman. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> how to be a so, good wife, 101. Submit. So, it's so alarming. Yes. And it's like, a good wife will, she will, like, unflinchedly, that was the word, unflinchedly, unflinchedly. Wow. submit to her husband, like, with no hesitation, you will submit, woman. Oh, my gosh. Yes. And then it, like, it's lists out, like, all the things that she needs to do. And then it, like, discourages women from working outside the home. Wait, when was this made? In the 1800s. Oh, I thought you said 80s. And I was like, I wasn't yeah, alive then, but I feel like. Then. Anyway, Still. it is like, I was like, oh, my gosh, I don't know if I should have this in my coffee table. Like, are Back people going to take, like. Take this seriously, like, oh, you're one of those, like, really religious folks who are like, <laughs> the woman should not be outside yeah. of the home. I, I, I'm pretty confident that nobody ever reads that in your house. You don't think anybody reads my coffee table? I have spent a lot of hours staring at that coffee table. Uh-huh. Never once thought to read it. Really? Really. Not a single well, time. Now are you thinking you need to read it? No, not at all. Because it sounds like it's filled with trash. <laughs> it is filled with trash. <laughs> Literally, it's, it's filled with old paper. It's also got a lot of, you know, spilled coffee stains and things on top of it. Yeah, blame Jay Wes. Yeah, because he's the coffee drinker in he's the house. He's the coffee guy. He can make a mean cup of coffee. He can. It makes me nervous. Like whenever he asks me, like, why can't you make me coffee? And I'm like, because you make it so well. I don't want to mess it up. Like, it makes me nervous. Do you remember that one time whenever we were in chemistry and we were studying for a, an exam and Jay West yeah. made me some coffee? Yeah. And he made like a whole pot. He made pot. a lot of coffee. He made a whole pot. And I was like, this is like eight cups, but I got to drink it because I can't let his hard work go to waste. Yeah. And so, oh my gosh, I drank like eight cups of coffee, but I had to pee so badly afterwards, we couldn't actually study. Because it was just constant we bathroom We always trips. had problems studying because we were horrible at chemistry. And so we found other things to do to not study for chemistry. Yeah, like just go to the bathroom. Yeah. Yeah, that was rough. Well, we're done. So, you know. We're done with chemistry? Yeah, yeah, chemistry. Well, Are we done and with the podcast. The, and we're done with the podcast? With just this episode. Okay, I feel like we didn't, like we had so much to talk about that we didn't talk about. We got more episodes. We could talk, we, we could do. spread it out. But now we can like actually talk to each other about stuff, like because we had well, because we couldn't talk. We can talk. Have, do we, you have more to tell me that you can't tell me? Until dude, I was podcast? gone for a week, man. I got. Oh I was in California. Gosh, but you've Let got me to say, tell me. You I did not go to Las cheap. Vegas, which is in Nevada. Right. And I did not go there. I went to California. Right. What stays? What happens in California doesn't stay in California. Right. It goes. Onto the podcast. So you have more to tell me? Yeah. That come I back have to Wednesday. wait till Wednesday to hear about? Come back Wednesday. Uh, dude, I got some uh <laughs> I got some good uh good stories. Seals, talked about that, but I can talk about that more. Marijuana. <laughs> wait. What about the marijuana? Nothing. It's near the show. Come back Wednesday. Oh come on. Things got a little crazy, a little wacky. Look, You're making me wait till next Wednesday. Yep. Oh, I never talked about why I picked the song for the intro that I did. Um, I was the chemistry one. Yeah, the uh, Acid Head by Tourniquet. Mm -hmm. I was cleaning. I was wrapping up the coffee shop today. I was working at 133 with Hunter, and uh, he was like, "What do you want to listen to while we're cleaning?" I was like, "I don't know, man. You pick." Well, Hunter listens to like heavy metal, like screamo, and so that's what he picked. And I was like, "Oh, I forgot he listens to that." Oh, well. And then it reminded me of that song. I was like, I'm going to make that the intro. We used to listen to that song all the time when we did chemistry. Dude, it really helped with chemistry. It did, actually. Johnny was a chemist's son, but Johnny is no more. What Johnny thought was H2O is H2SO4. What is H2SO4? I don't remember. I don't either. Like sodium peroxide or something. Anyways, we're out of time. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, how are we going to end the podcast? Um. Oh, you say your name and then I say my name. I could say my name. And then you say your name, and then you'd be like, next time, and it'd be like, or something. Okay, just like we discussed. All right, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. Go, go, go. Uh, I'm Nathan. Nathan. And I, and I, am I Bex or am I? And Nathan and Bex, Bex podcast. Are we out? 
Is that how we do that? And we out. I don't remember. I am I back, sir? Am I Rebecca? No, no, I think that's good. Thanks. <laughs>